0: Bella. I am Oceana Fortuna and this is the Breathe Love and Magic Podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit to embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. And may good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. And now, on with the show.
1: This episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast is entitled... Be a rebel and watch your intuition and gifts skyrocket. And my guest today is Allison Held Anderson. So let me tell you a little bit about Allison. She's highly intuitive and collaborative in style, and that helps melt away limiting roadblocks around the areas of food allergies, health concerns, life challenges, phobias, and more. She uses a high-speed mindset change process to uncover underlying core messages from the body to restore well-being. Allison has a master's of science in clinical nutrition, is a certified health coach, and is professionally trained and self-taught in many energy healing modalities. She's passionate about helping clients live the best version of themselves, mind, body, and soul. Welcome, Allison.
2: Thank you. It's so great to be here.
1: Yeah, I'm thrilled to talk to you today. And I love this topic about being a rebel. Oh, my gosh. Runs through my blood. I was cracking up when you suggested it because I'm like, I love this already. So let's really get into it and find out, you know, rebel.
2: How do you define being a rebel? Well, first, I just want to say it's so interesting when I came up with this topic, because I'm really in tune with other people's energies. And I feel like there was some synchronicity between the two of us that we needed to bring together today to really pour out into the world and to help the listeners and everybody else. So nice. awesome, right? That the two of us can come together to do that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And thank you for tuning in to the energy in that way for us. So that is a great start.
2: So a rebel, to me, is really about becoming one with our intuition. Because when we are able to go inside to the deepest core of our knowing, and listen to that, then not only listen to it, but understand it, really know if it's the truth or not the truth, because sometimes we can have some intuitive hits, but We've got to work through them before we can act on them. Um, so it's really about getting to that place and then allowing it to move us forward instead of staying at the place where we're at. So, listening to that, to that guidance that's from within, and just going for it. And I think a lot of times, especially in today's world, people follow the crowd, they do what other people are doing. And we've got to do what we're meant here to do. We all have special gifts, we all have special superpowers. And without the rebel inside of us, we don't let those out into the world or our butterfly selves do not blossom. If we're not really activating that. Wow,
1: that makes a lot of sense. Although I can say I never really thought about rebelliousness being quite like that but it makes a lot of sense for me being a rebel is a, kind of like the end part of what you're talking about where we watch to the beat of our own drum <laughs> you know what I mean so it's, it's that piece of it where I don't follow all the rules and <laughs> I don't feel hemmed in you do have to know yourself well though I think that's an excellent point
2: Yeah, that's the key, I believe, because I know that over time, you know, initially, maybe I wasn't so much of a rebel. I knew I had some rebel in me and I can certainly go back to childhood. I can go back to some different times in my life where I was a rebel, but it wasn't until I really developed that centering, that grounding, the stability, the knowing of who I was, which is what you're saying. Um, which is what I help my clients with, you know, to really just get rid of this cobwebs and that stuff that's in the way. And then we're so much more able to tune in as well.
1: You know, the other thing that comes to mind about that is you have to be able to get past. Some people call it the monkey mind in coaching. They call it the gremlin, which they stole from Richard Carlson. who's the author of that book. (laughs) about your inner voice. And there's so many people talking about that inner voice today, talk tapes, and there's a lot of names for that inner chatter that gets in the way of being who you are and doing what you know is right for you. So that's why you have to know yourself well, because that voice will often stop you because it's kind of the naysayer. It gets trying to keep you safe. And when you're always safe, you're never stepping up.
2: Right. And the other thing is that we have all these ingrained belief systems in us from past lives, from our ancestry, from our current life situations. And that keeps us in what they call, you know, this fixed mindset, instead of stepping into this growth mindset where we're always evolving and moving forward. And this is another way of looking at it, too. Got Okay, that makes total sense. Um, yeah, fix this, you know, staying in a belief system of, you know, I have to work hard to be successful, instead of knowing that, wait a second, I've seen so and so take time off, and they're, you know, a great success, or they balance their work in their play, why can't I do that? And my body is calling out to go out in nature today, instead of work nonstop in front of my computer, you know, and, and following that, that energy as well.
1: That makes total sense.
2: And that's rebellious
1: part too, is, you know, to know what's good for you, know what's right for you, know what's in your best interest. And often what's in your best interest, if it really is in your highest good, then it is in the highest good of all concerns. So
2: absolutely. Nice. And I like to look at it. i come from a nutrition background. So I was a nutritionist for 10 years. And there's so many diet programs out there, right? Hundreds, if not thousands of diet programs. People are always going to the next diet, to the next diet. Like, I'm going to follow this one. This is going to be the magic bullet. Sometimes they do work long-term, but if you look at the whole of society, I think that a lot of these diets are very temporary in nature. And one of the reasons is because people are not following what their body's wisdom is telling them there, why not take a mix of, you know, these different diets and listen to that intuitive force? Do you have to go full raw? No. Do you have to eat tons of animal protein? No, you can find that balance that works well for you. And that's the same with everything in life.
1: Ah, very good. Very good. Thank you. Awesome. So have you always been a rebel? And when did you break out and start, you know, doing your own thing?
2: Yeah, so as I said earlier, I think there's parts of me in my childhood where probably I had a little bit rebellion in me, but I was always taught it's dangerous, you know, there's consequences <laughs> to doing something that that might be against what the norm is. Many of us can relate to that, right? Again, it wasn't until I sort of developed my my inner strength, my Very rebellious part of me started to come out in my 20s when I was more independent, right? I was away from parents, I was away from the college atmosphere, and I got to make my own decisions because I had my own financial freedom. And I said, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to move to Colorado. And at this point in time, I was living in New York City. So it's a big change city life to more mountain life. Wow. And I, I had this hunch, I loved the mountains and really wanted to do it. It did take me a good year, year and a half to make it happen. But I had a lot of people within that year and a half say, you're not going to do it, it's not going to happen. But my mind was set, my heart was calling out to it. And I just knew it was something I had to do. And by that from that experience of actually falling through and doing it, I realized, wow, I can do anything like that. And so now in my everyday life, I go back to that experience a lot. And I say, wait a second, I was able to do that. So I can do this small little jump forward with my business, with testing my intuition when I'm working with people, doing things like channeling now, which I never did before, branching out in many ways every day, not just a big life move. Yeah.
1: You know, that is really interesting. You're making me think because when I was 24, so I worked for two years at at an advertising agency. That was my very first job. I was an art director and I liked the art, but I just wasn't happy there. And I remember walking into my boss's office and I just started crying and was like, "I, I have to leave. He was like, and he was an older man at the time. And he just looked at me and was very compassionate. He said, sometimes this job makes me cry too. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) And so at, you know, at 24, I decided to freelance, which was sort of unheard of back then. And I doubled my salary for the next year and a half. And then I went to grad school and I paid for grad school with all that money that I made, extra money, doubling my salary. So, yeah, I was a rebel pretty early on as well. So that's really, that's really interesting. And then we, I don't even remember where we met. We met at some networking thing. I don't know how many years ago. And then we took a class together. It was interesting because for me, I think it's great to learn the rules of how things work. But then chances are, I'm going to make it my own, right? And that's part of Bigger Rebel too. And that's true for you as well, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I can skip right ahead to something that we wanted to talk about in this podcast, is that that's exactly what I did. Is I I took a bunch of different courses. And somewhere along the line, I mean, I I followed the rules for a certain amount of time, but I kept getting these nudges, and they especially happened very impromptu in sessions where I'd be with a client. And I'd get pulled, it's like spirit was pulling me in a certain direction, or a client kept showing me something over and over again, that either wasn't working, or was working. And it gave me these indications of, oh, okay, let's go with this. (laughs) I think everything in our world does give us these nudges, everything's a little, little reflection, a little lesson. So I took all of these different classes, all of these different lessons, and then created my own way of doing things, which is what you do as well, I believe. And and it feels so freeing. I think one part of being a rebellious rebellious nature is that it gives us more freedom. It gives us more ease. It gives us more flow. When we're trying to stay in this constricted box, it's not who we are. We're following somebody else's system program thing. So even writing a book and taking a class about writing a book, it's like, great, that worked for you. Maybe some of these rules I can apply to my marketing. But I want to do it this way, because this is who I am. And, you know, I like this publisher better than the person that I was connected with, or whatever, we've got to listen to all of that.
1: That makes a lot of sense. And I think that if we're really being true to who we are as an essence, as a being, as an energy you know, force, mm-hmm. then it makes total sense to learn and then apply to our own method because then we're really being true to ourselves. And it's not to say, I mean, some things you do have to follow step by step, but a lot of things can be modified and still work or work better, because we're letting go of the parts that don't work for us. And I think that's really important to be able to winnow through, you know, what works for us, and what doesn't. And that's part of being rebellious. And that's part of trusting yourself, right?
2: Yeah, and it takes conviction, because we can back down along the process because of the naysayers or the people that say, no, it only works this way. And it's, well, that's your experience. And my experience is something different. And yes. (laughs) Yeah. So like that, right. Where you're like, Oh, it doesn't work
1: for me like that.
2: Absolutely. So it's, you know, it's a learning process, of course, and we all have our own journey here. So some of us can tap into our rebellious nature a lot quicker than others. And sometimes it works really well. And sometimes we do get hit on the head and it's there to, (laughs) it's there to grow us. We're working through it. We're not working against it. Um, It's there for us, not against us. Yeah.
1: Well, tell me about the aha method. That's fascinating. Sounds so cool.
2: Yeah. So my maiden name is Allison Held and Held in German means hero. And I never, yeah, and I never realized when I was doing my work, what the relationship was to that until I started working with clients and noticing that I'm not their healer, they are their healer, and I'm just guiding them, helping them along their path helping them with the messages that they just aren't able to pick up at this point in time. But as they do that, they become more rebellious, they become more intuitive, they become stronger in their selves. And so they become they lose that victim self of theirs, and they move into that hero mindset. And then I married my husband, and his last name is Anderson. And I realized that my initials spell out aha. So Allison and Helms <laughs> Anderson. And life is all about aha moments where we have these revelations. We can sit on them. We can look at them in wonder. We can act on them. We can be with them. But it is all aha's. And, and I help people to have more of those. And I know that you're writing. A book right now around this magic and synchronicities and and that's what it's all about life is about this and connecting the dots and these ahas are here to show us that i think as we become more in in flow we have more of them
1: that makes so much sense tell us what your client said about that because i love that story it's awesome about the hero
2: Oh, right. So my client comes from a very traditional background. I think he's, I want to say an engineer or something that, you know, self-trained in this specific Mm -hmm. platform, very linear in approach. And I work in a very multi-dimensional way. So I'm jumping timelines with people. (laughs) I'm going into many past lives all the way to starseed energy. I'm going Down this ancestral path to you know six generations back. So he's straight and narrow, doesn't really know what he's hiring me for. He thinks he's hiring a coach, and little does he know that it's much more than traditional coaching. We're actually moving tons of energy in a session. And after he gets done with three or four sessions, he's just like, Oh my gosh, I'm a completely changed person. I completely understand what you do now, we all have this victim kind of mindset. And now we're moving into our own hero inside of us. We all have it. And it's stepping out of the victim and into the hero. And he, he saw my last name and he, he knew what it meant. You know, he had that knowledge and he's like this, I know why I chose you now. <laughs> you know, I needed to, to be my own hero. So thank you for showing me the way. Oh, that's
1: so great. So really,
2: really neat. You're
1: taking people from the place where they're blaming, they're putting blame outside themselves to the place where they claim their own energy and then move forward to what they want. So that, and what an amazing experience that your client just kind of laid it all out for you. Oh, this is what you really do.
2: That was probably quite an aha moment
1: for you too, right?
2: Absolutely. And it's so much easier, I think, to just point the finger outside of ourselves. But The idea is to turn that finger back right into ourselves and say, wait, what part of me has this that I'm being shown in the world? So if we don't like something that's showing up in our life, it's turn it back and be the rebel, go deep inside. Because a lot of times we can not be the rebel, we can point the finger and the rebel is about, okay, pointing the finger back at myself, I'm going to start asking questions, I'm going to go deeper into the deepest parts of myself to figure out what this is about.
1: That makes so much sense. So while we're here, maybe there's another client story you want to share briefly.
2: Well, I've got a client right now that's writing two books, and she's finishing them up. She's almost done. Actually, she's done with one of them, but she's waiting to publish it until her other novel is finished. And she comes from an addiction background. So she's serious addiction issues for many, many years. And she's been working on herself for quite some time. When she started working with me, she had no books in her. She considered herself a writer, she's a very creative individual. And she just had to get out of her own way and just start writing. And it just came out of her because she had done so much inner work with other people, with myself. She became, you know, the hero telling her story, basically, it's a fiction book, but there's a lot of her own truths within the book. And even the characters in the book have taught her so many lessons, because as she writes about these characters, she starts noticing parts of herself, and then it allows her to go in and do deeper work during her sessions because she tells me about the character and we say, wow, this relates to your brother. <laughs> this relates to something that happened when you were six years old. And so it's pulling up. It's a very healing journey for her as well. And I, life is like that, right? It's, it's about our own healing journey. And writing a book we think it's for the audience, but it's really for ourselves more than the people that we're writing for. Of course, it's going to help them in the end. And I think it helps them even more when we recognize that this is our, you know, this is our healing book. And then it helps others to heal as well. Um, so she, so she's come from, you know, quite quite an interesting past and really moved past that and now is is at this place of being able to help others in the world. And that's what it's all about, getting out of, I need to be helped to, okay, now it's time to let my gifts out in the world and start helping others. And that's what I help a lot of my clients with, getting out of needing to constantly help themselves, constantly go to the doctor, constantly look at themselves and say, no, now it's time to start branching out and getting your gifts to shine.
1: Oh, that's great. That that is awesome. Sounds like um, quite a catharsis for that woman where she finally pushed past that block to start writing. You know, I've written six books. And so now I'm writing my seventh one. It's quite a process when you write like some of my books are short, but some of them are, you know, over 100 pages, 150, 147 or whatever. And it's quite a process to write something that long It, mm. you know, <laughs> the last one I wrote, I actually learned a faster process. So I did it within a month, which kind of, wow, that's me. incredible. But you know, self-help is a lot different than a novel. So in a novel, yeah. there's a lot of rewrites and whatever, because you're trying to shore up the characters, but I'm so fascinated that those characters, she saw herself in all of those, but doesn't that make sense because it all came out of her. So That is amazing. I love that. It was a great client story. (laughs) What are some of the ways that you use your rebelliousness to support your intuition?
2: So I mentioned earlier asking the right questions so we can have a hit of information, you know, maybe even a health challenge. And we can own that health challenge and just say, oh, you know, I've been diagnosed with diabetes, and I am diabetes, or I have diabetes, or we can go deeper and say, what was the cause of this diabetes? Did my family ancestry have any blood sugar issues? And we can go back to ancestor and see, or we can say, okay, what does diabetes represent? Well, there's a sweetness that is perhaps missing. Where in my life is there a sweetness that's missing? How can I go in and start to create more sweetness in my life? Or was there an ancestor or past life where there wasn't sweetness? And now I need to let go of that or find where in my past there was some sweetness and strengthen that. So asking questions is important. I think not denying ourselves of our own needs and really going in and feeling to our deepest depths, what we want in life going to that place and not denying us ourselves of that. So making a plan to create that and get that. And if something feels off in our lives to really steer that ship and change the direction. And I think that can be very rebellious because it can be much easier to keep going in a direction that is, well, you know, everybody in my, in my family has always had the nine to five job or, they've always stayed in their marriage, or they've always done it this way. And I'm going to keep doing it this way, because it's just easier than rocking the boat. But we've got to rock the boat sometimes. And if we don't rock the boat ourselves, something in the universe is going to do it for us. So we may as well do it out of our own choice, right? And that makes it that much easier. And in the end, we win because we're following that heart space. Wow, you know,
1: I think my middle name sometimes is reinvention. <laughs> That's so <funny. laughs> You know, I, I reinvented myself so many times, especially once I became a coach in 2002. And it's just so funny because I tried picking different targets or niches, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I tried a bunch of niches and it got to, some people would say to me, oh, what are you coaching on now? And I was like embarrassed or whatever, but you know, I wouldn't have gotten where I got if I didn't try this or this or this or this to see what resonated, what worked or whatever, you know, you have to put it out there in order to figure it out. One thing I know for sure, you can't figure it out all in your head.
2: No, exactly. It's not going to work it's too much. And then of course... If you do try and figure out in your head, then it creates all sorts of suppression issues where you're bottling things up and it's an entanglement that starts to happen within us, I think. So we do get more constrictive. We might experience body pains because of it. So getting it out on paper, talking it out with someone, working through it on an energetic level where we can shift the energy. I do a lot of left, right brain hemisphere work is really, really important.
1: Very cool. Very cool. So I understand you have an online self-paced course that focuses on this topic we've been exploring today. So tell me how that works and how it might help the listeners.
2: So my course is called Rise and Fly. How it came into the world was that I had a lot of clients asking me, how do you do this? How do you tap in? How do you how do you know this? Because a lot of times during sessions, I will mention things, I will spit out words that they were just about to say, and they, they're just blown away by it. And I said, well, it's, it's a journey. It takes time. I think we all have the gift of intuition and we can all go to this place and be a rebel and go deeper and ask the questions. So I kept getting asked, you know, are you going to offer something? Are you going to teach this aha method? I wasn't called to create a new way of doing things for people out in the world. It wasn't a system that I wanted to create. What I wanted to create is this program, which this 10-week course, which is what I did, which teaches people to create their own system oh. of their intuition. So every week, it's 10 weeks, there are activations, there are activities, there are lessons all sorts of different exercises to get people really going within and going deeper and releasing and creating at the same time so that they can strengthen that part of them within themselves. So by the end of the program, you are more rebellious. I don't want to just be a Reiki practitioner. I want to take all my other skills out in the world and incorporate that into what I do So that when a client comes, the work is even that much more impactful. A lot of people come to me, they have a client session with me and they say, where did you learn this? This is like nothing I've ever experienced. What modality is this? I say, it's a combination of a lot of different stuff, including my own own gifts. And I think if more of us out in the world can offer up that sort of level of depth, to our clientele, we can move through a lot of our issues quicker. We can really tap into our inner gifts, like I've said before. So this course is really to get people out of the box and into more of an expansive viewpoint. We talk about past lives. We talk about multidimensionality using all their clairvoyance and their gifts um, in a whole new way. And it's really creative. It's just like nothing that I've ever seen out there in terms of course. And my clients who have taken it have say the same thing. They're just like, wow, this is the best course I've ever taken. And they're comparing it to courses that are through Hay House or through you know all these really big platforms that have the shiny cover on them. Mm-hmm. And they're you know, it's it's wonderful because I'm just being me and right. it works, right? And that's what we all need to do. Just be us <laughs> and it works.
1: All right. So I just want to tell the listeners, and this will be in the show notes too, but you go to www.helpfuldirection.com slash rise hyphen fly hyphen course. But it'll be in the show notes. So don't worry if you're interested in Alice's course and Jeez, oh, I almost wanted to get to it. You know, I have found that he, what you're saying about how you put it all together and you use pieces of this and that and you let them kind of come together in their own unique way and it becomes even unique to each client. I really think that that is true for some of the best healers. Like I know the healers I've been to, when they merge and blend all of their knowledge and then address individually with the client based on everything they know versus just doing the same process every time with every client, the healing is magnified dramatically. I think that's really, really true. And that's part of the the beauty of the rebellion is there's that individualized approach that really hones in on what that one person needs. So you pull it all together from whatever's gonna most resonate and move that person forward. And that's what makes it so powerful. So thank you so much for sharing that. It was that was really awesome. So sp- speaking of activation, I think you said that you had an, an activation you're gonna share with us. And what Absolutely. Do you What do you mean by activation before we start the process?
2: So some people call them channeling or a download of information. There's transmission is another word for it, but I've been called to call them activations. And I do offer activations like four or five times a year for the general public. So you can find that information on my website as well. But it's really me tuning into the current energy or tuning into the current topic that needs a little strengthening for the client. So this happens throughout sessions with clients where information just flows in, I share it. And what it does is it helps to activate within you the parts of you that might be asleep, the parts of you that might need a little rustling. And it allows for you to then figure out how to move forward. You know, it gives you that that empowerment um, at that core level. So I thought what we would do is to go right into the rebelliousness. I don't know what is going to come up. And just for a few minutes, just tune into this rebellious nature. Sometimes I pick cards, sometimes I go to a book, but this time I'm just gonna do it all from you know, with the spiritual world is here to teach us here about rebelliousness. So I'm going to have everyone close their eyes and tune in to your heart center at this very moment. Allow yourself to feel the presence of your heart, give it space to breathe, allow your heart to bring itself forward out of the darkness Bring it into the light. Imagine your heart surrounded by a golden, yellow, and orange light. If you don't see a color, that's okay. Just imagine it. As you envision this heart coming forward to share with you your own rebellious nature, allow yourself to feel safe knowing that your heart is a safe container. When you're ready... Remember a time when you were rebellious, where you felt fully aligned with this heart energy. Go back to any time that feels good to you. When you remember this time, allow yourself to bring forth a butterfly. This butterfly is now free because you allowed yourself to be rebellious. There are many butterflies within you. Go into your future now and create an experience where you will be rebellious again. Imagine a time, one year, two years, three years, 10 years from now, where you can tap into your own rebelliousness. Maybe it's about purchasing a house. Maybe it's about moving somewhere. Maybe it's about writing a book. Maybe it's about birthing a child. I don't know. It could be anything here around being rebellious. What is this that you want to be rebellious about? Feel into the scariness of it and the excitement of it, but knowing that your heart will guide your way. Allow the heart to remind you of this now. Imagine the heart beaming with joy as you take steps forward to create this rebellious action in your life. As you do this, as you create this rebellious action in the future, you start to see billions of butterflies coming out of you and being shared with the entire world. They're whispering into everybody's ears, "Come on, be rebellious with me. Join me on this rebellious rebellious ride." When you feel complete, you can open your eyes and come back to this space. Wow. That was
1: amazing. <laughs> that was so amazing. First of all, the minute you said go into your heart, I really, I could really feel the energy. I felt a lot in the back of my heart. and I know the front and back are different, but that was really amazing. I can't remember the front is is giving and the back is receiving. Is that? How? I think so.
2: And it'll it'll be different. I mean, that is pretty standard. but what people will experience in the activation can be very different from you'll listen to the same activation, but people have different experiences, right? Because we all come from, different histories and different creations. So what you're sharing um, is beautiful. And just for those listening, if they have different experiences, or if they don't feel anything today, maybe something will pop up in the hours or days from now that will, you know, start to challenge them to start to be more rebellious. I think in this world today, right, the more of us that can step into this, the better. And many of us are the way showers. Thank goodness for our rebelliousness, because we're helping to lead the way for others to follow down our path of rebelliousness.
1: Excellent point. And that's why that imagery of the butterflies, and the freedom that comes from that and the transformation, because Butterflies are so transformative given that they start as caterpillars. so Or they start as eggs probably and then grow into caterpillars and then become, oh. a, it's amazing. So, and of course, light is all, often seen as an enormous sense of freedom. So really beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was so awesome. I just want to mention that you can get an Allison's newsletter. You can join that when you go to healthfuldirection.com, just scroll down and you'll see it on the homepage. There's also additional well being tips and special offers. And of course, again, I'll put that in the show notes. So, is there anything else you want to just close with before we wrap up for today? And thank you so much because this has really been a fabulous interview and a great show. And nothing you know, comes close to my heart than rebelliousness and magic, of course, love and magic. So anything else you want to just say?
2: Being rebellious is magical and not to be afraid of it, to embrace it and to know that you're safe because you are not alone on this journey. We're all in this together. As you know, we keep saying over and over again, we hear this in the world, but we forget that there's this whole unseen etheric world where we've got our angels and our guides and so our ancestors just there holding us in the safe space as we step out into who we truly are. That
1: is wonderful.
2: Well, thanks again, Allison,
1: and people will know how to get in touch with you. Now I'm going to go and fly.
2: (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Excellent. Well, it is all about rising up and flying out into our, you know, just really expanding our wings out as far as they can go because there's never an end to our journey, right? We're always expanding and growing and it's just a beautiful, beautiful way of living.
1: Wow, constantly evolving. All right, thanks again,
2: Alison. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to like this episode if you enjoyed it write a positive review if you feel inspired, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Oceana Fortuna reminding you to share your love and seek magic every day.